You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. from San Marcos, Texas, Hayes County, and going out to the rest of the world. This is your connection every Friday night here, coming at you from SMTX. Yes, KZSM.org is streaming you around the world. We the people here on the 3rd of March, 2023. This is Rob Burke, your host. Faith Bussey is going to be calling in here in just a few minutes. We are going to be talking about a bill that she is starting and shepherding through the uh, House and the Senate up here in uh, Austin. We're going to be talking about that process and about her bill to end jail for non-jailable offenses. Kind of sounds like something that sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, we're going to find out about that, talk a little bit more about that, talk about what is going on here locally for the school board races, for the school bonds. Oh, yes, folks, you do not want to know what we've got ahead of us here coming up in this race. These are the ones you got to watch out for. Remember that is the ones in the spring, the ones that folks aren't out there worrying about the presidential. They're not worrying about what's going on at the national level because what really matters is what goes on in your backyard. And that's where you can make a difference. That's what we're going to be talking about for the next hour. This is Rob Burke, your host. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts and the guests and not necessarily those of KZSM.org. We'll be right back with you or SMTXCRA, the governing board. Be right back with you. And, uh, yes, I've got Faith Bussy on the line with me here. And, uh, Faith, you are live on KCSM.org, True Community Radio, coming out of San Marcos, Texas. How you doing tonight? I'm doing really great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, this is what, you know, we kind of try to tell people about how you can get involved and give examples. And you are one of those great examples of someone that got involved Oh, a few years back as an activist, and now you are switching over to, you are an official lobbyist uh, there with the state of Texas, correct? That's correct. 
And what does that mean that, okay, so you're an official lobbyist, uh, right? You know, what does that mean? It basically just means that I have to register with the state of Texas and and pay a fee so that I can talk to legislators and let them know our opinions on bills. Doesn't that sound kind of funny, though, is that you have to pay a fee to talk to the legislators? You know, that that does sound odd, doesn't it? It, it does, and um, a little unconstitutional in my own personal opinion on that, but um, it's always great when we have real grassroots activists being able to come down and and also talk to the legislators well let's let's start off with telling people about this bill that i'm talking about so it's in jail for non-jailable offenses and this is uh house bill 410 and it is uh uh by representative uh, sanfronia thompson correct that has introduced this. And so tell us a little bit about this bill. I know that it had been in the last legislative session, but it got stuck. It just didn't get out of committee, correct? Right. Uh, Well, it passed through the House and it didn't get out of committee in the Senate. Uh, This bill has kind of a a longer history than that, though. It was originally filed by uh, Republican Senator Connie Burton several sessions back. Um, it was a little bit more of a broad bill then, and uh, it would have covered a lot more non-jailable offenses. And then the session, uh, two sessions ago, it was filed by State Representative James White, also Republican. And that bill didn't make it out of the House that time. And then last session, uh, it was filed by Sinfronia Thompson, did make it out of the House and then uh, failed to get a hearing in the Senate. So we're back. (laughs) Well, tell everyone a little bit about the bill, and then I'm going to ask about that, you know, getting it through. Well, wait a minute, it got through the Mm -hmm. House. Why did it stop? But tell everyone at least a little bit about where did this bill come from and what is that, you know, what does that mean? You think, well, why is anybody in jail if it's a non-jailable offense? You know, that doesn't make sense. Right. No, it it sounds really strange because most people don't realize that they can be arrested for something as simple as a wide right turn or not using your blinker, having a taillight out or an inspection sticker out. Um, This bill came about uh, because there was a woman in Lagavisa who got arrested for not wearing her seatbelt back in the early 2000s. And she sued the department because she was like, wait, you can't do that. And this case went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court basically said, well, uh, we don't have a lot of information on how often this happens. And, you know, if if it's a widespread practice, it could definitely be dangerous. But uh, it's in your code. It's in our, our state statute that even though a judge could not put you in jail for these fine only offenses if you were to be brought before the judge he couldn't say okay jail time for you but if a police officer catches you and pulls you over on the side of the road for those exact same offenses they can arrest you they can put you in jail Uh, you'll have to pay bond you'll have to you know 
maybe lose your job, maybe lose time with your kids over the weekend if you're taken in on a Friday. And these are completely nonviolent offenses. So what this bill would do is it would limit the police officer's power to arrest in those uh, for those traffic infractions. And it, it goes into a little bit more in depth, okay? It's more than just the 20 words that we're saying here, but that is the title mm-hmm. for the bill. And so if, uh, you know, all of you that are listening in, we're not going to go and, and get into the, the nitty-gritty details because these are the important things that bills live or die by are these the wording that's in them. But again, go to uh, in our current 88th legislative session at the uh, state capitol, look up House Bill HB 410, okay, is what you want to look at. And this is, you also want to watch how it goes through uh, the process too, correct? Right. That's absolutely important for all of these bills. Um, They have a certain deadline for when they file the bills, and then the bills start getting referred to certain committees and then you start having hearings and that's when the grassroots can show up and basically say yes or no and and register and and let their representatives and senators know how they stand on those bills because it's you want to first you want to know what committees that your representatives or your senators are on, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the first step for whether it's a Senate bill or whether it's a House bill, it's going to go to committee. And if right. your representative or your senator is on that committee, well, bingo, that's where you want to be writing the letters or you want to be calling uh, if you can't get down here or you come in person and you speak and you say, you know, here's my name. I'm Rob Burke. You know, I'm from uh, SD21 or I'm from uh, uh, House uh, District uh, 78, whatever it may be. And I feel that you need to either vote for or against this bill because... Okay, mm-hmm. it's 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 a pretty laid out, tried and true practice that you can go and you've got three minutes and, you know, but that is where that power is in our political system. That's where it comes down to you. The individual can make a difference. Absolutely. And I always tell people if they've never done anything like this, just do the next thing. Like if if the thing that you've never done is pick up a phone and call a state representative, just pick up the phone <laughs> and, and call and, and ask to talk to the person that would deal with this type of bill. And they'll either tell you that person's available or they'll tell you that you can talk to them and, and then you do. And that's it. It's The scary thing is over. And well, then once you've done that, you can just keep going. Well, and I always tell folks, don't be mad if you can't get a hold of your senator or your your representative. Mm -hmm. You talk to their staff. Because right. and you you work with their staff, no, you know, because the staff, if you're nice to the staff and you let them know that, hey, you know, if there's a certain time that she can get back with me or he can get back with me, whatever it may, may be, 
uh, and you work with them, then, you know, your name will get known a little bit better, too. And uh, things go over a little well, uh, you know, a little smoother, I would say. Absolutely. Relationships with staff are definitely key. And so you've been there at the Capitol for how long now have you been doing uh, walking the halls up there? I mean, I've been doing activist work since 2015. That was uh, the first year that I went down to try to ban red light cameras statewide because uh, we had done a, a local petition here in Arlington to ban them here. And once we were successful with that, we were like, hey, why don't we take this show on the road down to Austin and see if we can get a bill passed. And you had done, uh, you know, we've talked about that numerous times here on the show. Uh, you know, we've uh, just recently gone through a marijuana proposition and then there was mm -hmm. a, uh, another ballot initiative. But uh, it's doing these ballot initiatives. It's getting out there and getting a certain amount of your voters, uh, depending on what that threshold is for your uh, city or, or county or municipality, mm -hmm. whatever. It's usually going to be a city. Uh, and you having that work wording knowing how that that wording that's the important thing is getting that through because you don't want to have the wrong wording by the time you get it all the way to a ballot um and then you, you know you you get that one success and then i like how you said that yeah i'm going to take it on the road we're going to go down to austin we you know and keep that going um right. that's how these things happen no matter what you are uh, excited about making that difference. You know, like I, I talked about here was that we've got uh, group, local group, Mon Amiga. Uh, it tends to be more progressive, but uh, they are out there doing the same work that whether you are on the conservative, progressive sides, whichever it may be, it's the same, it's the same nuts and bolts that we do in order to, to get legislation passed. And um, that's something that goes back to some of my early training and talks about, and I think uh, you've heard this one too, about, uh, you know, real politics. Uh, and it's not about getting somebody elected. It is about mm -hmm. pushing your belief, your views, your political views, and getting those through. And that's important, isn't it? Oh, it's hugely important. I mean, it, it took us three sessions to get the red light camera bill passed. Um that I mean, we never gave up working on the policy part. I mean, the politics kind of happens all around that, and it's good to be aware of it. But I have always found that the policy work and being able to speak from the heart and being able to talk about principles and, you know, that's where you, you win the hearts and the minds, and that's when the policy starts moving is when you you get that, a group of people on your side because you've been working it this whole time. Well, Faith, I'm going to take a quick station ID break, and we're going to come back, and uh, we'll talk some more here with you. I want to kind of dig into your starts, though, and how you got into this and some of the things that you've learned uh, about uh, getting people uh, out there and active, okay? So we'll be right Absolutely. back with you. And uh, Faith Bussey. And Faith, again, what is the organization you are with? 
I'm with just liberty. There you go. And uh, I, that was the one thing I forgot to write on my notes or somewhere there. And I figured that is the most important thing when you're talking about a guest. <laughs> we'll talk uh, with you here in just a second. This is KCSM.org, True Community Radio. This is We the People here on a Friday night, the 3rd of March, 2023. Yes, we are deep into political season. What? There's no elections? Oh, folks. We are deep into political season more than you ever know. We're going to talk more about that uh, throughout the show here tonight, and uh, we'll be right back with you. Stay tuned. Have you ever listened to your music source and decided, you know, it's just not making any sense to me. I sure would like to hear some music kind of dancing in nature, but kind of mellow as well. Well, I have got the program for you. It is called the Melancholy Tea Party, and it is heard live Tuesday mornings at 9 on KZSM.org. Kissing Alley Concert Series starts off the new 2023 season with the local Irish sounds of the band Oh Malarkey. That's who you're listening to right now, folks. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Thursday, March 16th in the historic Kissing Alley. It's on Hopkins Street right across from the courthouse. It is free. It is all ages. It is underwritten by a grant from the Arts Commission from the city of San Marcos. Come on out. Where are you green, folks? We're going to be listening to Omalarkey. 7 to 9 p.m. Thursday, March 16th. Join us for the Kissing Alley here that we do. Uh, we got a couple coming up here for the spring, but starting off on the 16th with Omalarkey. Uh, come on out. It's totally free. Bring your family out. And, man, if it's a beautiful night like tonight, you are going to enjoy it down here in San Marcos, Texas. But you know what? I bet there you could probably make a trip of it, folks. Come on down to the Capitol and then just come on down here to San Marcos. We'll, we'll show you how to how to have a good time. But spend the day at the Capitol and uh, connect up with Faith Bussy and connect up with knowing who your senator and who your representative is at the uh, Capitol building. Go in and see them. You know, and um, pick up the phone and make a call like uh, Faith was talking about here just a minute ago. That's the simple thing to start. And, you know, the other thing that I always recommend to people, Faith, is to uh, handwrite a letter because that just sticks out so much because it's just no one's writing letters anymore. Very rare, yes. And, you know, it's just like if you can find some of the senators still have fax machines listed. Now, I'm wondering whether, you know, they, they ever get faxes over there. That I'm kind of curious. The, that may be one way that if you get an old fax machine and you figure out how to dial in these numbers, boy, you could just uh, knock them dead up there, I, I guess. <laughs> right. You can totally freak out the staff. <laughs> it just won't stop. Yes, I can see that. Oh, uh, but what's, you know, be, yes, as activists, okay, there's these kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, there there's these ways of getting through the clutter, okay? Sometimes you could kind of say that was guerrilla tactics in a way, you know, but it's, all of these are ways to get through and to get your message up there. Uh, what's some other things that I'm missing, some other ways that people can uh, uh, make contact I mean, 
some people like to bring cookies and snacks and and different things like that to the offices and honestly they don't get enough uh good healthy food out there during session time um so i mean i am a big fan of person-to-person relationship building myself so um that's a good phone point. calls and emails work but um just a firm handshake and a kind word, like it goes a really long way. And coming in with a little snack tray goes a long way for the yeah. staff. <laughs> well, it, it's true when they are having those and you just kind of put your card on it or your name on it or something there that they, they keep seeing it. I, I like that idea. That's good. Yeah. And so how did you get started? I mean, what uh, made you say, yeah, I want to learn about all these ways to cruise the the corridors of power, so to speak. Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, I mean, my activist background started locally, just a a very small blog. Uh, This man that was attending city council meetings and blogging about it, I started reading it. And uh, this is like back in 2012. And I thought, what do you mean my city's being run like Washington, D.C.? What are you talking about? Uh, Surely things aren't as dysfunctional here as they are there. And uh, the more I learned about it, I started doing these crazy things like reading city budgets and reading city ordinances and, and just seeing the power that the government has over my everyday life at the local level was... Um, very eye-opening. Now, this was in Arlington, yeah. right? It was, Okay, yes. and how many people, you know, what's the uh, approximate population of Arlington? Uh, like 300, 350,000. Okay, so, you know, I talk here about a town that's got 80,000. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking about the size of Austin, you know, and San Antonio. Arlington is, it's 300,000 is a good amount of people to have to try to kind of weed through and to get uh, things through on elections. Uh, That's a challenge. It really was when we did our, uh, the first thing I did was fight a school bond and I lost that because we didn't have the money. Uh, But then the the red light camera petition that we did, it was very popular. (laughs) So uh, there was a lot of media attention behind it and people were just like sick and tired of them so isn't that funny that you got more traction through the red light cameras than you did through the school months right yeah because and when they say things are for the kids it's kind of hard to argue with that yeah we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show tonight but (laughs) yes that is so true And sometimes, well, this is a a conversation that I have with uh, different people, is that sometimes you just have to go for a win. And sometimes Mm -hmm. there's wins that are easier. Once you get people, like, you you know, you did that red camera, uh, and then there was a win that you were able to then take and catapult that to a state level. Right. 
you know, just from just from being just from a start, the humble start. Uh, you know, I, I guess humble is not exactly a good word. You know, <laughs> considering amount of uh, block walking that you had to do and uh, to get that through. Uh, now, was that election in a May election or a, uh, a November election? It was in a May election, which are sometimes easier to get people to vote yes. on. They're much easier because it's a smaller pool of voters that you're looking for. And so that's something to keep in mind, folks, when we talk about these things is when you are looking for uh, for that to get into the elections. Now, if you're trying to get something on the May election, now is not the time to start. Okay, now, possibly if you want to get something on a November election, and there's some cities that you do want that for certain things, but you really need to be looking at the next May election and getting those through now and starting to get everything all lined up because it takes a good year at least to get all of these things in place. Yep, our petition drive lasted about six months. Wow. Well, that's all we had under state statute. <laughs> exactly. Start to finish, you have to get all your signatures in under six months. Exactly. So, and, and then you have to get that in by a certain amount of time in order for them mm-hmm. to get that on that ballot. So that's why I was saying that's, right. that's that, you know, that nine months and then the planning and, you know, you have to be ready to go from when you have that six months uh, in order to do that. Now, the same thing kind of goes here for the legislative session is that, you know, once everyone is elected, they get up there to Austin right at the start of the new year. And this only happens every two years. And we only have Mm -hmm. a few months for the legislative session to go through. And you they may get called back for a special session and special bills that the governor may want for certain reasons those kind of things uh so sometimes it'll end up going oh until it can go up into uh, september october but then usually they're pretty much wrapped up by october i think is the latest i've seen any of the legislative sessions go um so how how do you get, you know, to to kind of uh, to prep to get these things through? I mean, what's the strategy for this bill here now uh, that you all have in order to get this through to get it to the governor's desk? I mean, we have to start coalition building from the beginning. We have to find someone who's going to author the bill, and then they have to put the language through what they call ledge council. Ledge Council is this inner working organization that looks through the entirety of Texas state statute and sees which parts of the statutes are going to be touched and moved and what the language of the bill is supposed to be. Uh, if, if the intent of the author is this particular thing. And so it's a, it's a very detailed mess, but <laughs> once they send the language back, then the legislator can file the bill and then you have to find joint authors for the bill and you have to find co-authors for the bill and it's basically just going around and trying to rally support for the bill and then you have to find people to testify for it and then you have to ask for a hearing and and we're doing that uh 
this HP 410 today, actually. It's, so we it's, should know in the next couple of weeks if we get a hearing. Is getting a, is getting the hearing then. So um, there we go. Uh, so the um, if it's going to get, I mean, where would this be for for what committee would probably hear this in the uh, in the house? It has been uh, referred to the Homeland Security and Public Safety. Committee. So the group that is, you know, basically these are, you know, young people that are lawyers just out of law school or something along that line that work for the legislature. They go through and they know every bit of all of the thousands of pages of law that is out there that has been passed over the years. And they have to figure out, okay, you know, what's the wording on this and making sure it's just right. And then they recommend the committee that this goes to, correct? Or kind of like I that? Believe, I well, technically, it's the Speaker of the House that refers ah, the bill true. the House. And it's the Lieutenant Governor that refers the bill on the Senate side. So if they do not refer those to a committee, what happens? The bill dies. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, and it happens. And the thing is, though, I just have to say this part. I know that they only meet every two years and it's only for a few months, but there are thousands of bills filed. And I promise we don't need that many bills passed. <laughs> and <ever>. it's, <laughs> it's going through this that they've got to decide what it's going to be. So a lot of times when you hear these bills that are, you know, by someone, the chances of that getting through are usually not that much, and it's usually a lot of times freshman, you know, uh, uh, mm -hmm. senators or freshman uh, uh, representatives. A lot of times, we'll put these bills out there that we know are never going to go anywhere, but it's just to get that. Hey, you know, we're putting in the bills, we're putting in the bills, and, and getting that out there. So. Yeah, a lot of it are just conversation starters, <laughs> which is fine. We should have all the conversations. <laughs> Well, we're going to be having some more conversations. I do need to let you go. You've got another uh, appointment here at 8, and I do appreciate you making time for us tonight, Faith Bussy. And uh, so I want everyone, I, I want each of you to go out and look up HB 410. And uh, this is the end the jail time for non-jailable offenses. Monitor that. We're going to be keeping you posted on that. And uh, uh, Justin is going to be on next week and talk about the uh, Republican Liberty Caucus has um, endorsed this and they're trying to push this through along with some of their uh, agendas. And we're going to talk about groups uh, tying in and how these endorsements from groups and group members can help and work to get these bills through. And so we'll be talking a little bit about that next week. Faith, just real quickly, how can people find out more about the bill and uh, your organization? Um, they can go to uh, justliberty.org, and they can email me even, if it's okay for me to give out my email Yeah, address. it's okay with me if it's okay with you. Yeah, it is. And I normally give out my phone number, too. It's very public, but uh, my email is faith, F-A-I-T-H-E, bussy, B-U-S-S-E-Y, at gmail.com. 
All right. So, Faith, thank you for making the time for us tonight. Keep us posted. We'll uh, invite you back as uh, more things happen here uh, in the legislative session. But I appreciate you sharing with our listeners tonight uh, so how they much, can get Bob. involved. Thank you. Good night now. And you are listening to We the People here on KCSM.org. We'll be right back with you. Coming up here at 8 o'clock, Friday night with CARE. As long as you can find a parking spot, I think, uh, out there someplace. It is getting busy downtown. I don't know what's up tonight. KZSM.org. This is We the People. This is Political Commentary Show. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, not necessarily those of KZSM.org or uh, SMTXCRA, its governing board. Be right back with you. Order in the court. In the distant year of 2021, mankind has traveled to the far reaches of outer space. This vast galaxy is full of life forms of every shape and size, and there is one common need that unites them all. Not food, not water, in space, Everybody needs a lawyer. But who can rise to the challenge? Who has the guts to defend the denizens of our universe? I'll tell you who. Lance Vibrato, astronaut attorney. Tune in every Sunday at 9 p.m. to hear the cosmic courtroom comedy that befalls Lance Vibrato, astronaut attorney. Only on KZSM.org. Join us at 11 a.m. on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month for two new half-hour back-to-back shows, Mothering Earth and Wonderful World. Mothering Earth, a show from Wimberley, features interviews with locals on important environmental issues in Hayes County. Mothering Earth will be followed by Wonderful World at 11.30. On the second Tuesdays of Wonderful World, hear all about the San Marcos River Foundation from host Diane Wasinich and her guests. On the fourth Tuesdays, host Aspen Navarro and her guests will have news from the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. Celebrate our wonderful world with your true community radio station, KZSM. And just one of the new shows that uh, we've got, well, a couple of the new shows that we had, uh, Mark Decker there, and uh, we are having some new ones uh, right now with Lance Vibrato, and that tune in, you can tune in on Sunday night. We've got a new episode coming up this Sunday night, and we're going to be adding them into the encore schedule throughout the week, so uh, keep an eye on that as well. But we're looking forward to having Wonderful World and uh, Mother Earth News uh, here uh, Mother Earth News is from up in Wimberley, and we're going to be picking that up. And I love how we, as a community radio station, there's a lot of things going on. And you'll hear our different hosts talk about it throughout the day. And, uh, yes, we're working on our license. And it was over here this last Tuesday at um, Commissioner's Court. And uh, for those that follow me on Facebook, I, I had to post... Uh, the uh, KSAT News was in there trying to get an interview before the uh, before Commissioner's Court started with Walt Smith. 
And as you know, you know, from our discussions about the last elections, Walt Smith uh, had been uh, uh, arrested in uh uh, Travis County, uh, Williamson County, um, you know, I, I, whether it was William or said Travis, I'm sorry, uh, but had uh, outside of our county and had gone through, just as all of us do, you know, uh, things happen and you go through the court and go through the process. And so uh, the news stations up in Austin had picked up on this, but it seems like all of a sudden the San Antonio had been missing it and suddenly picked up on it and they were trying to badger him in he's like i've already talked about this but it was just interesting to see the news how they were doing that with uh trying to kind of uh, assault him not assault him i guess i mean it's it's he handled it well it's open time you know you know you can come and if you can catch the uh uh, commissioners before court, you want to talk to them. I was there on behalf of the station. Uh, we were uh, have a grant uh, request that we've got uh, that will be up for the second hearing of that this week. Um, and uh, if you want to uh, uh, say a positive word about us to uh, uh, Commissioner Inglesby or uh, any of the court, uh, please uh, feel free to, to come on down early on Tuesday morning uh, before 9 o'clock or just to send something in to the commissioner's court, uh, you know, we'd, we'd appreciate any help. Because that's how this works, folks, is this is politics at the local level. It is all of us working together. And I was so glad to, to go in there when there was a lot of questions being raised about some of the money that was being given out for you know, certain things. Okay, so this is for some funding uh, from the federal government uh, for emergency broadcasts due to uh, COVID and for emergencies and uh, for supporting public health. And so that's one of the things we do is we talk about what's going on here locally. We have the public service announcements you hear. We have people come on to the shows. We talk about how you can get involved, what can happen here locally. And so that it was really good to be able to have uh, to see this in action and how these things work. And I appreciate Faith Bussey coming on tonight. And uh, Justin is going to be on uh, uh, next week uh, from the uh, uh, RLC of Texas and going to be talking about this uh, bill and how their members and their board is supporting that. And this is something that is one of those. It sounds, you know, really simple, but yet this is what gets people, okay, is that you can go into jail for tinted windows, okay? Something, you know, they, if they want to put you in jail and figure out a way to get you in there, that, well, yeah, we, we picked you up for doing something, and we'll, we'll kind of look at that. And I, I, it's not to say that the police are looking for something. Okay, don't get me wrong. It's, you know, a lot of times people get themselves into the situations they do where the police have to go on ahead and take them in because they are a, um, uh, they can hurt themselves, they can hurt others. You know, this is a safety issue. And, you know, our law enforcement, our people that are out there to protect you, that's what they're looking for is, you know, how do we 
you know, isolate this person so that we don't have trouble. We just want, you know, everything to be nice. And, you know, if you are at a place of business, you're at a mall, you're at, at a, a theater, you're out at uh, a rally, you're out somewhere. You want to be safe, and that is what those people that are there hired are to look for that. They're not out there necessarily to find trouble with you, so don't raise the trouble with them. Now, that said, the law needs to be on your side. Your rights need to be there, and we need to fight for that at the Texas level. We're not talking about at the federal level. We're talking about the Texas level. So it was very interesting uh, hearing Faith talk about that this evening. Okay, so... Uh, for the uh, remaining time, I got five more minutes here before the break, and then we're going to come back uh, after the break for the show tonight. And uh, we've got uh, Friday night with Kara's coming up, but uh, we've got uh, Jeremiah is going to be uh, sitting in for Carol tonight. And um, Jeremiah, where did that sheet go? Who's coming up on the show? Um, I lost him somewhere here. I'll, I'll catch him here in a second and uh, guess for the show. That's what I was trying to get for you. But um, who's who's the guest on the show? That's what I was looking for. There we go. Coming up tonight, uh, uh, Deanne Renee and uh, Paint a Dream. Uh, and so she's going to be here tonight. And uh, we're going to be uh, playing some music uh, on Friday Night We Care for uh, on uh, her tonight. So looking forward to that coming up. So stay with us. Okay, so um, a couple things going on that you need to be aware of, folks. So May elections. They're already going, uh, they're rolling right now, and we're going to try to get uh, Philip Muzzy. I've got a couple other people that uh, are running for school board that are uh, getting on the show. They just got to look at the at their schedules and uh, when we can get them in here on a Friday night. Um, but we also have uh, the, the school bond that is coming up. We've got school bonds for Dripping Springs. We've got them for Hayes, and we've got them for San Marcos. Okay, all of these are multi-million dollars. Okay, we're talking a lot of money. And yes, you always think of bonds as money for school and money for improvements and things like that. But one of the things is that we've got uh, somewhere in the tune of about 15 to $20 million. I'll look it up for you. I just, I'm sorry, I, I'm not... I, uh, I'll pull it up here in a minute. I'm trying to get that. Uh, but just go with it that it's about 15 to $20 million to replace the sod at Rattler Stadium. Now, keep in mind that Rattler Stadium, we approved multi-million dollar bonds for this new stadium just, oh, six years ago. All right, uh, 2015, 2016, that we approved money to build this Rattler Stadium. It's not that old. And up to that time, we had been having uh, all of our games out here at the um, uh, at uh, um, Bobcat Stadium. Uh, and we would share, and, you know, if it was certain nights that we'd uh, try to work around the, what they were doing. But... Now it was too small town for everybody, and uh, well, we had to have the new new stadium, and then they didn't even have the money for the scoreboard in there. So then we had to take money out of the general fund to put the scoreboard in, and here we are later on, 
And it's just one of the things that you're going to be voting on. Just one of, they've split it up into three different propositions. But this is where this gets interesting is that we only are going to have a certain amount of people that are going to be voting in this election. All right. This is you just do not have the amount that you have uh, during the the uh, uh, November elections. You know, everybody wanted to get out and vote for Beto or they wanted to vote out uh, in all the Republicans. Well, you don't have Republicans or Democrats in your local school board elections, but you do have a taxing authority that is usually about one-third of your property taxes, all right? And this indebtedness factors in, okay, folks? It does factor in. Don't let them tell you it doesn't. It does matter as far as if you're a renter. Your rents will go up, you know, by, oh, well, the bonds just is this agreement that we're going to pay back. No, you've got to pay more money on it. You know, you've got to pay interest. You've got to pay these things back. The more that you have, the higher interest that you pay. Okay, folks, it is not free money. And it's got to come from somewhere. So we're going to be talking about this with the school board um uh, the, the folks that are running for school board trustee for the San Marcos CISD. We're going to be uh, talking about what's going on at Hay CISD, which covers uh, the uh, uh, northeast uh, uh, part of the county, basically Buda, Kyle, that direction. Then you've got Dripping Springs, and then you've got Wimberley ISD. So you've got basically four major school districts here in Hayes mm-hmm. County. And so uh, we'll be talking about that uh, over the next couple of weeks. So, uh, but we're going to take a quick station break here. KZSM.org, True Community Radio, here in San Marcos, Texas. Again, this is Political Commentary Show. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, not necessarily those of KZS, KZSM uh, or SMTXCRA, the governing board. Be right back with you. Pet Preventilator, Pals of Central Texas, is hosting a Roaring Twenties Gala on March 30th from 6 to 10 p.m. at Harper Hill Ranch to celebrate and promote responsible pet ownership, shelter pet adoptions, and most importantly, the continued efforts to have pets spayed, neutered, and zero pets in our animal shelters. The Pals Gala is an adults-only event that's designed to raise awareness and funds for community members who need help fixing their pets in Central Texas. PALS saves lives through spay and neuter. Now this event will include dinner by Heavenly Gourmet Catering, dancing and music by Jack Prince and the Kings, live and silent auctions, fashion show featuring adoptable pets from the San Marcos Regional Animal Shelter, wine, beer, and spirits, raffles, and swag. Roaring 20s theme attire is optional. The Rotary Club of San Marcos is hosting a Casino Night fundraiser on Saturday, March 4th at 7 to 11 p.m. The event will be held at the Commemorative Air Force Central Texas Wing in the San Marcos Regional Airport off Highway 21. Tickets cost $50 per person or pay $400 and reserve a table for eight. Sponsorships are available for $500 and up. This includes promotional benefits for sponsoring companies. 
Tickets can be purchased with a credit card by scanning the QR code found on the Rotary of San Marcos Facebook page with your smartphone. You can also mail checks to the Rotary Club of San Marcos, P.O. Box 581, San Marcos, Texas, 78667. Most funds raised will be donated to the Greater San Marcos Youth Council and the Youth Service Bureau. The commemorative Air Force facility houses an Air Force Museum and a collection of vintage aircraft that are still airworthy. So come on out, get your game on. Enjoy appetizers, beer and wine, and a silent auction. Get in the mood to have some fun and do some good in a fascinating historical setting. A couple great ways that you can get involved in the community. A lot of fundraising coming up. You know, we're coming into the spring session here. So uh, uh, get out there and, you know, find some folks to pull together and go out and enjoy some of these things with, okay? Uh, some great nonprofits and, uh, you, know, you know, us as well, too, if you want to contribute to KCSM and our mission that you like here. I mean, just go to kcsm.org, click on the Donate button, and uh, that'll get you to our uh, um uh, take you where you can use PayPal, and uh, it is secure, folks. So uh, going ahead and utilize that. Um, and also, we are going to be doing some upgrades here. We've got so much stuff that's going to be changing here this year. We're going to be doing some upgrades to the website. We've got some upgrades uh, going on here at the studio. We're going to be uh, picking up the city of San Marcos, picking up their trans uh, the. Uh, uh, their license, and uh, we'll be getting uh, the frequency, uh, uh, maybe our old frequency, maybe new one, don't know. So stay tuned. Lots of great things that are going to be going on here from kcsm.org. Um, so last week we had uh, a very good conversation with Matthew Mendoza, who was our city council member. Uh, I posted earlier this week uh, that he had been out here last week. Um, and Monday morning came in here to the studio and you know, I was in here early. And then all of a sudden I start hearing the uh, jackhammers out front. I was like, what in the world? And so our little step up that was at our neighbor's uh, spot back here, that was a tripping hazard uh, just outside. And I talked about this before that she would be out there with uh, uh, Nikki from Daughter of the Wild next door. The, the place with the bubble machine, yes, folks, that she was out there uh, with chalk saying, don't trip, don't trip. And so, uh, you know, Matthew Mendoza said, well, you know, let's see what we can do about that. And he talked to the city and the city got uh, on it. And by that, uh, they were ready to go last week. And uh, Nikki said, can you guys just hold off till Monday? We're closed on Monday and Tuesday. Sure. And I loved it that they worked around their schedule. They came back Monday. They got it all done in one day. By the time Nikki came back on Wednesday, everything was done. I went out there. We just kind of swept up a little bit. And that is those positive stories of how you can get things done. Now, it's not going and in, in being a Karen and yelling about all these things all the time to your city council members, okay? There is a process and a way to get through the city. And this is one of the problems that I'm having right now with the city of San Marcos. And I think this is part of our conversation that we had last week with uh, council member Mendoza is that there used to be a, a very, you could go and snap a picture and put it on an app. It's just getting to the right people is always the difficulty. 
And so that is where your elected representatives are there to help get through that clutter and get you to the right people. So if you get stuck, go to them. Don't rely on them to do it. They're not going to do it for you, but they will get you in touch. That's the most important thing is that you allow them to help you and you help them by going and, and letting them know if you have any problems. Let them know if uh, the city isn't taking care of you. But we all work together on these projects. We're all in this together. You may not think it sometimes the way people go. But I'll keep in mind, a lot of that is all just to get things out there in the media to try to get people barking and get people looking the wrong way. I'm sorry, it's distractions. All right, and that's what we talk about here on the show is how do you really get down to not worrying about the distractions, about the politics and what people are calling out here and, and that you're really looking at how do I actually make a difference? How is it that we can make people aware of what's going on in our community. Maybe it's putting in positive Facebook messages. Maybe it's just talking to people and passing that along. Interesting uh, one this week was that we were uh, changing over and uh, expanding on our Internet service here through uh, Spectrum former Time Warner and all that. Uh, so hopefully uh, business class is going to cost us a little bit more, but I was really happy with the customer support that we received this last week. And we had uh, one of the technicians that was here, and we got uh, talking while he was setting up. Of course, you know, Rob Ork, the Wiz, is always going to be talking to folks when they're here in the studio. That's all part of what we do. And he had talked about, he had gone to school uh, and uh, had gotten a degree in law enforcement. Got out and he had tried to get hired on up in Austin and it would just it, he was able to get hired on with uh, Spectrum as a uh, technician, as an installation technician. And it turns out that with the overtime and with the money that he makes... He's making more with better benefits, you know, and he's not getting shot at, uh, and he's got better hours than being a police officer. They had called him to try to get him to come back, and he just he sat there and he looked at it, and he, his wife talked it over, and he said, "No, I just I, I'd rather stay with Spectrum, uh, and I can." And I get to come home every night and, uh, you know, there was, ah, he had some stories. We were talking about some of the places that, uh, yes, he has gotten shot at, in, but uh, uh, a different story, just as uh, stories about when you're out doing service calls. But the point here is that there is a lot of difficulty right now with our municipalities in hiring our police officers and retaining our police officers. Now, you'll hear a lot. Uh, we've got a uh, new uh, problem that's coming up with the city now. Uh, with uh, there was a tasing, and uh, there's some uh, uh, civil rights violations that were going on. Uh, just you know, more things are coming down the pike at the city and at the county right now, and we've got to get some things cleaned up 
That's one of the things that we're talking about here at the uh, state level tonight was uh, with Faith, Faith Bussey at the beginning of the uh, show with HB 410 in jail for non-jailable offenses. So there's ways that you can do this positively. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about with Mr. Mendoza last week is that they are going back and renegotiating with the uh, Police Officers Association. And it's just basically because uh, it was requested by enough of the citizens on a ballot initiative. So we've got that. We're going to be going back and renegotiating. But the big question is, once we open that back up, are we going to have to pay more? You know, things have changed uh, over the past few years with pay, and it's getting harder and harder to retain and to keep the officers with all that is going on uh, here in the community and all the dangers that we, we have. So think about that. And, you know, those are some of the things that are going on in the local currents that we're having to negotiate that uh, besides just taking care of the city, uh, taking care of the streets, taking care of the basic things, utilities. Well, we also have your police and your fire you know, that we have to have for protections. You've been listening to KZSM.org's We the People. This is Rob Burke with you, and we'll be back again next Friday night, 7 o'clock. Um, and uh, you can uh, catch us here. Uh, we're going to be talking, uh, Justin, from... Uh, I just Justin, I, I don't have the name written out in front of me, and I Justin, I'm sorry, I'm going to blow it if I did do it. But uh, from uh, from the RLC, I'll get that uh, all squared out, uh, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get something loaded up, folks. I'm sorry, I I switched over on my menus. Friday Night with Care is going to be coming up in just a few minutes here. KZSM.org. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll be back with you on Sunday and uh, here for Revolving Door. And also going to be with you for Riasis. Riasis on Sunday night is going to be talking about the um, quinceaneras. So uh, make sure you check that one out. And then also, folks, uh, coming up uh let's see here two weeks we got daylight savings time so you got one more sunday to sleep in folks uh kzsm.org for the third of march y'all have a good night be safe out there enjoy this nice spring weather